welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to break down the 2001 NBA free agency season. Yes, we're going to talk about who we felt were the winners and the losers of free agency acquisitions. Also, we're going to break down how we feel the Ben Simmons situation in Philly is going to end. In our MVP music table discussion, we're going to talk most anticipated hip-hop albums of the year to come, which is 2001. Yes, half of the season is over, and Ian is going to break down the albums he anticipates coming up later on this year. Also, we have True Barbershop Stories, narrated by Ian himself, and you're going to get Maya's very strong opinions on his story as well. We also have some awards to give out. And so sit back, relax, get you some popcorn, pop this in your deck, and enjoy the show. What's up? What's up? What's up? What it do? What it do? We are back. Yes, yes. Been a long time. Getting the left. A lot of dope podcast to step to. We are yes, back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on with your ride? What you drinking over there? Hey, uh, a little triple chocolate iced uh, coffee with a little little, little dash of uh, a little Stone Cold creamer. You know, Stone Cold creamer. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can get it at your local WalMarts, Myers, wherever you like to shop. I be seeing those joints at like the uh like the, the, the more the more ritzier gas stations like when I be out rolling for work or whatever. I be seeing the stone cold creamery cups and I be I be grabbing handfuls of Man man, those those are like crack, man. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, man, this is this is like ambrosia or something. It's like the fruit of the gods. Like, man, it elevates your it, it, it definitely elevates your drink. It takes you don't even gotta put sugar. In your no. coffee after you put one of a couple of them joints in there. Dude, I I haven't put sugar in my coffee in a while since I found out about it. Which is cool because I don't I don't like all that refined sugar anyway. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. I'm trying to stay off. I, I've been low sugar for the last year and a half now, so I'm trying to stay stay off it. I actually just had a little doctor's appointment not too long ago. They said everything's looking good, so I'm good. Oh, to great, go. great. After a rough Great. start, after a rough start to the year, I, I'm 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 getting better. I'm feeling better. Great, great, great. Yeah, man. yeah, man. Yeah, I'm over here sipping the iced coffee from Dunkin'. You know what it is. Oh, okay, okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. What you uh, what you uh, been up? How's the family? Everyone's good, man. You know, we we still we undefeated in these COVID streets. So you know, we 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 uh we trying to keep it that way and just play it safe. You know oh, that Delta little, out. His little yeah, the Delta. His his cousin Delta ain't hit you yet. No, not yet, not yet. I mean, dude, I I, I I'm still taking every precaution. You know, like so I'm 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 still masking up but with my N95. You know, I'm still sanitizing after I leave out of every joint that's public. So you know. I change my clothes whenever I get in the house, you know. So I'm I'm still taking every precaution, man, because you know it's you just don't know. 
it's important man like i've been keeping my mask on too even when things started to open up and they was oh you can you don't have to keep your mask on I'm like i'm keeping my mask on I, i'm not yeah i'm not yeah i went through that i went through like a brief flight one two week period after i got my vaccination where i was wearing a um you know i was wearing one of them paper not paper masks but one of the the thinner masks right and, um, right you know going back and forth for work and but then i'm starting to hear more and more about the delta and i'm like you know what let me let me switch back over to my n95s mm -hmm. man like, i got so many family members man all these family members popping up man man tell me about it man <laughs> tell me about it my my um I, I i got family members who caught it were jacked up from it mm. went to go get their first vaccine shot and didn't like how they felt after they got it so they didn't go back and get their second shot and i'm like yo you know you're only 50 protected and they're like well i just take my chances you know i already had it so you know i'm gonna body cry fight off and i'm like no you don't understand how viruses work they mutate over time the more they spread and reproduce the more the stronger they get mm -hmm. and here's the thing like that first shot might have hit them hard probably because they had the virus that's what it was that people who who people who had the virus before they react worse to the shot for me it just made me a little sleep but right. for people who had it yeah they were they were a little bit more jacked up so you know go back and get your second shot man yeah and you might not even with the like if you had a reaction off the first shot you don't you're not gonna get a reaction from the second shot it's always one of the one of the other you know with my wife she got a reaction from the first shot but she was cool after the second shot i was cool after the first shot but the second shot pretty much took me out so hey you know it it, it operates differently but the most important thing is at least you're 100 percent vaccinated and you don't have to feel like you know you, you don't have to walk on on pins and needles basically from yeah protect yourself from the virus and having to get i would rather get the shot than have to get covid tests and getting the q-tip stuck up my nose exactly man exactly so y'all man everybody out there stop holding up the progress man get your shot you see the branch been been kind of edging us toward that you know yeah. <laughs> they not they not they not gonna come out and say go get the shot but they kind of saying <laughs> It's every, a good thing to get the shot. Every broadcast, every broadcast, they like, oh, by the way, uh, look, we at, we, we at the hall together. You know, we we cool. We eat together. You know? Right, so right. We like, oh, okay. We see what y'all doing. We see what y'all doing. So, they yeah, just man. Like, yeah, well, we got the shot, you know? Right. So, right. You know, there's so people. many articles on vaccines that the branch has dropped, you know? So, and do do y'all research man make it like i said it's still a personal decision but hey you know the the branch ain't steering us the wrong way right man bump that i know it's a personal decision but y'all need to get that shot <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey you got any shout outs of course man of course i got i got a couple shout outs First of all, man, shout out to friends who be using a microphone on the Zoom meetings. Yo, man, cut that out. We can hear you just fine. Every time you comment with a microphone, 
it is jarringly loud on the other people's end. And I know you can't hear it because you might be on the microphone, but yo, cut that mess out, okay? Zoom works just fine without microphones. Stop using a microphone thinking like, oh, they can hear me better. Yeah, we can hear you, but it's, it's, it's painstakingly loud. So that you have to make sure you turn the volume on and off. By the way, I'm I'm hooked up to a mic. How do I sound? Am I too loud? You you sound fine. You sound fine. I'm talking about like on the meetings. I don't know. I don't know what setup people started using with these mics, but they're extremely loud on they the receiving end. Yeah. Cut that out. We can hear you just fine, man. Unplug that mic. Okay. <laughs> Stop that, man. Yeah, they got they got their and they they got they got this thing called a volume, you know, the settings. You just go to the settings and readjust it. Like I don't even know if that if that's gonna really even help. Because mm. a microphone is is I mean it's meant to amplify your voice. That's what a microphone is. Right. You're basically speaking into an amplifier, so it's gonna amplify you to a certain degree anyway, even if you turn it down. But like right. yo, you, you listen to all the friends who don't talk into a mic. You can hear them just fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> right? So, so why you use a microphone and like blasting everybody's eardrums out? Right. Stop that, y'all. Stop that. I don't know who the first person was to, to do that, but man, it, it ain't the move, man. That ain't the move. In the words of in the words of Yasin Bay, it's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh man, shout out to them, man. And shout out to um, <laughs> shout out to anybody touched by my uh my vacationing uh, uh, uh in groups rant. <laughs> oh snap! I was afraid that was gonna happen. Look, I, 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 I don't know what uh, you getting some bad negative feedback. No, no, you? not 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 negative, not negative feedback, but just co co a lot of cosign, like you know. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, Rodney. Cats who go on these trips, I I hear about them after the fact from cats who went on these trips, and they always come back complaining mm -hmm. about the types of vacations I described, mm -hmm. group vacations. But yet, every year, they go back. They get invited. I get invited. I politely decline. They get invited. They complain to me about how it's such a stupid idea, but then they go. And I'll be like, well, why are you going? Oh man, well, my, 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 my wife, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, do your wife feel the same way you feel? Well, yeah, well, she said we, we could just do go and do our own thing. All right, well, then, then do that. Uh, do, uh, go, uh, take your own trip then. <laughs> it's like, why you gotta right. go right. with 10 people to do your own thing? And then it's like, oh, well, yeah, this dude came on the last one and he was talking a bunch of apostate stuff. And he coming on this trip this year. Why are you going? Don't hmm. complain to me about the trip when you could have just turned it down. And, right. and what it is, Rodney, and I never thought of it this way until my wife explained it to me. She was saying people, people are invested in social capital and keeping that up. Right. So the more the, the more invitations you accept, the more invitations you get. And she was like, the more invitations you decline, the less invitations you get. So she was like, they're basically scared of not being invited to the next thing. 
mm. or next function. And I'm like, well, but if you went to every other function and you just declined this one because you don't really like this idea and, and it's you did it before and it wasn't fun, wouldn't wouldn't that give you a pass? Because you did it before. And she's like, nah, it don't work that way. She's like, they got to keep it up. You got to keep up the social capital. And I was like, man, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But everybody, everybody who goes on these trips comes back to me with a, with a bad story, bad experience. But they yet they wow. keep going. But yet they keep going. Wow. You know, I'm like, you wanna you you gonna pay money to go on a trip? You're not really into to hang with people you don't really like to pay for another person's trip, and it's like, what kind of Bugs Bunny stuff is that? Like, right. <laughs> that one for you one two for me stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's hilarious oh yeah, man i don't i don't get it rodney man i like i said i need to come i need to come over to burbank for a little bit <laughs> i need to take a sabbatical and chill, and chill out for a second yeah just chill out man just chill out get around some different cultures you know what i'm saying some different friends some friends that don't look like me you know see how they live you know right get an exchange of encouragement get exposed to some new stuff i want to be drinking iced coffees like you rodney hey man hey hey come on down man come on down <laughs> we'll welcome you with open arms i have rusty at the front door <laughs> <laughs> oh man he rusty boy he an elder he look like a gangster he an all-star <laughs> Oh, big side. Shout out to Rusty, man. Shout out to Rusty. But yeah, uh, oh, fun fact about Rusty, too, man. When I gave my first symposium, it was with Rusty. So, hey, oh, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, man. He reminded me of a good fellas extra, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably the dude in the trunk at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's going on? He still alive? Oh, hey, hey, park the cop. <laughs> That's why I see the trunk like, what, what? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, I got another shout out. I got a shout out before we get into our, to our NBA uh, news and wrinkles. Uh, shout out to Brother Sanders for being appointed as uh, minister. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out. Shout out to Brother Sanders. I was shocked. I was man, dude, I, I, I'm so mad I wasn't present for that, man. How, how was the reaction? Yeah, man. Yeah, they're going to take a chance. They're going to take a chance. You know, he, he, it wasn't really nothing we could do to hold him back. We couldn't, there was no scriptural, you know what I'm saying, precedent to hold him back. You know, he, okay. if, if you meet the requirements to a, to a reasonable degree, then hey, you know? Okay. Okay. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. <laughs> hey, don't give them magazines, man. Don't give them literature now. <laughs> you're right, right, right. Don't, don't give them right. literature. He be, he be making all sorts of off the books deliveries. Hey, yeah, because you know, Sister Williams stay stay requesting literature. She wants physical copies <laughs> right, right in her studies. Right. So y'all gotta make sure y'all don't give her the literature, man. She'll, she'll call you up when she ain't when she ain't got her physical copies. She'll call you up on the phone. Hey, hey, just have him pass out talk slips, man, or or or, or, or text people, let them know they got to talk. <laughs> right, right, right. 
and, and, oh, and make boy. sure brother sanders when he when he let people know about you know the bible study part that is an enjoy life book not the live forever book because exactly. you know, he's still stuck you know he's it's hard to get brother sanders out you know and back you know up to date with the with the chariot you know he, he kind of hold on to all the stuff in the past you know so yeah a lot of friends a lot of a lot of friends having trouble with that switch over so yeah man it, it, it's it's everywhere it's we had that we haven't had issues with i think brother's been doing a good job letting the friends know hey uh make sure you use the enjoy life book not the bible teach book and so hey it, it's 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 working fine as long as the friends are being alerted but it's actually a more interactive uh publication oh yeah man it's i love it man the way it's set it. up it's not just the regular you read a paragraph and you ask the question and answer the question it's 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 you know it's got some extra stuff in there it's some behind yeah. the curtain type stuff man yeah yeah like, yeah it's cool like cool. pop the trunk like the branches said pop, hey man pop the trunk <laughs> on these people man like stop stop doing paragraph after paragraph you know being around the bush like what's up <laughs> <laughs> right right how you gonna apply this you know? right yeah it's and, and they don't even talk about in the book i noticed they don't even talk about baptism until deep into the book like so by the time you get to the baptism chapter you should be ready to get baptized right away yeah yeah like, that is that is that is telling you know what i mean because you know you, you want people to be as well informed on what's acceptable and what's not acceptable before that point because people you'd be surprised man people certain stuff be getting past folks you yeah. know and then you don't find out those well after that they've been baptized you know oh we can't vote you know <laughs> oh wow that happened man that happened once somebody got baptized and then after that went to the election booth voted yeah, for barack, barack obama you know it know it. Oh. it was like hold up bro wow. uh, did you how you not how you missed this <laughs> <laughs> Woo. that's not good teaching right there man <laughs> now now granted now granted he wasn't active for some time but oh. still you know what still. i mean <laughs> uh, still like how you missed that you shouldn't be going to the booze you know Right. That's, that's, that's not, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's a sad hood story, man. Sad hood story, man. It's just it's another sad hood story. It's good, so, though. It's good. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. But uh, let's get right into this NBA, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Free agency winners and lose. A lot of stuff is happening in the free agency market. I mean, quick, too, man. So quick that. Uh, somebody was on their phone texting the commissioner, talking about some uh, looking over here in Chicago when they reside in LA. But anyway, that's besides the point. Let's get into <laughs> the winners and losers. Uh, who's your pick for winners of the NBA 2021 free agency season? Man, I mean, it's pretty clear. It, it, the hands down winners were the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's degrees to everything. You know, some some teams like ours, the Bulls, had small wins, and other teams had huge wins. You know, but 
my three winners are the Lakers, the Heat, and the Bulls in that order. Um, okay. And with the Bulls, I, I got mixed feelings about the Bulls. I feel better about the Bulls than I did last year, but I feel I feel I feel Demar Derozan is slightly overpaid for what he'll give you. You know, he's a more I think he is a more confident player than he was in Toronto, but he's still not that dude that's gonna get you over the hump necessarily. And he's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see diminishing returns on him in the future. But in the meantime, you kinda you kinda gave up the young core. You know, you you, you they, they they gave up Kobe White, they gave up Bad Young, they gave up a second rounder. Which, in in the grand scheme of things, it's not it's not that it's not that much to give up to get a get a guy like Demar Rose. Okay, it's not that much to give up. But with his age and how much money he's paying him, I feel he's slightly overpaid. But I do think he raises our ceiling, you know, noticeably. Right now, now, um, now correction: we did not we didn't give up Kobe White. Oh, we did. I thought yeah, we no. gave him up. No, we only gave up that young and, and a throwaway player and, and some draft picks. Oh, okay, okay. And I know there's talk about, I know there's talk about marketing being being you know the other teams showing interest in him. So it's like, would well, they hurry you know, up with that, please? Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's taking just so give long. Him, just give them to the Mavericks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I think the Bulls are more in a win in a win now mode as opposed to like, well, let's build up this young core. Cause I mean, to be honest, they weren't doing a very good job of building that young core. They were doing a horrible job. So I, I approve of the move. I just I feel that the Bulls ceiling is still a, a, a four seed. That yeah, because you got the holy trinity of the East. The Bucks, the Sixers. The Heat. The Nets. Oh, I'm sorry, the Nets. Yeah, in the Nets. That's the Holy Trinity. The Heat, you can throw in. I think the Heat are a fourth seed. Um, I thought the Heat vastly improved. I think I put them in second, uh, too, next to the Lakers as big winners in the free agency. They was able to get Oladipo for one more year. So wait, you said you said the big three in, in the East are you said you said the Bucks, the Nets, and who else? The Bucks, the Nets, and the Sixers. I don't know if I got the Sixers in there anymore. Yeah, I. It all depends. I think there's still a I think something. There. I think something is funky with the Sixers. That Andre Drummond acquisition was just weird. It was weird. It was weird. Taking the history that he has with Embiid, it, it's I don't know, man. Like Embiid know, cannot I, be happy with that. It's like, what are y'all doing? Like, right. And hey, did you see? The did you see the interaction? No, I didn't. <laughs> So I guess they met in the lock. I guess they met in the workout room, workout facility at, at the uh, 76ers gym. And he came in and they did like the bro handshake, hug, you know, one arm tap, back tap. And Embiid rolled his eyes in the process of the hug. Wow. Yeah. And it went wow. viral, I bet. Yeah, it went viral. He like, man, why is this like kind of like why is this dude here, man? Yeah, that was a weird one. And then you got the Ben Simmons drama. I just yeah. 
you know, we'll get on Ben Simmons later. But something is funky in in, in, in Philly. I I'm not putting him in the top three. I I, I got I got the Bucks, the Nets. They I want to put the Heat in there, but I just eh. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Heat. You said you had them second. Yes. I got I got I got the Heat second. I think they made some nice improvements to their team. I'm trying to look up their information. I know they I know they kept Oladipo. They're re-signing Jimmy Butler. They're extending Jimmy Butler, right? Uh yeah, 184 million for the next four years, which that's not bad. You know, that's not bad for Jimmy Butler. They signed Dwayne Detman, who's an extra big that they sorely need because I, I just felt like the heat they were too small uh in the front court to handle the bucks last year and um who else did the heat acquire i mean does that does that acquisition i'm not as high on the heat as some people man like does that acquisition does that solve oh, Kyle Lowry? they picked up Kyle Lowry. right Kyle Lowry, of yeah. course yeah which is the upgrade from, from Dragic and um and then they also picked up Markeith Morris. And, oh, and PJ Tucker. And PJ Tucker. So they added some toughness, you know, to their squad. Yeah, they'll they'll be decent, you know. But I think they're still better than the Bulls. They are. They are. But I don't know, man. I just Something about the Heat, man. I, I just don't trust them. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust the heat. the heat either. I don't trust the Heat either. I only see them as a second round out, and that's it. Um, but I, I think they made some decent moves to keep them at bay. Um, I don't know about signing uh, Duncan Robinson to all that money. I kind of see it because I think they're gonna. <laughs> I think they're gonna move on from Tyler Hero. Five years, ninety million for Duncan Robinson. Tyler Hero is trash. I'm sorry, I I, I saw that. I, I wasn't sold on that. And why do you need two of the same guy? You know what right. I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know they both they're both. You know what I'm saying? They both white boys, but so who can shoot the three? You know. Pretty and you got two of them. It. I would take it's like. I mean, we got Alex Caruso, but I would take Caruso over at Hero any day. I'm sorry. The Hero is... You would take Caruso over Hero? Man, I am not a fan of Hero, man. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe we're talking about... this. I don't know, man. You know how we feel on this show, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's not even... It's It's... it's with the whole Tyler Hero thing, it's like, yeah, it's whatever. He had a high year. You know, he, he going to win the, the Tyson Chandler Award. You know, as far as Caruso, Caruso looked good next to LeBron James. Exactly. <clears throat> and he's coming over to a team where, you know, you got nobody even approaching that, that talent level. And I don't know, man. I, I just... I, dude, I forgot about Caruso. I, I was so focused on, um, you know, Lonzo Ball and DeRozan. I forgot all about Caruso. Um, yeah. But, you know, hey, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. I feel better about the Bulls this year than I did last year. You know, I do think they will, ma they will make the playoffs. Last year, they were only two games, two wins away from 
the plan. And that was with Zach Levine missing three whole weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So That's what I knew, really messed up the Bulls' chances of making it into the play-in last year. Yeah, so I, I do think I do think they'll be all right. Uh, you know, they'll be decent. I I, I hope they could get to like a fourth seed. Um, you know, I don't think they'll be better than the Bucks, the Nets, and probably the Heat. But they, man, dude, you think they're better than the Sixers? Uh, that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. I think, I think, whew, may, 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 maybe they're not better than the Hawks. Because <laughs> the Hawks, they coming, man. They the coming. Hawks, they're, yeah, they're doing all the right things. I like them, you know, keeping Collins around because that was a little shaky at some point last year. I think that had a lot to do with coaching. Once Nate McMillan got a hold of that team, he put the brakes on all of that stuff, all that immaturity that was going on in the locker room. And now they got a real coach. They're gonna they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with next year. So I think my honest opinion on the Bulls, you know, I, I think they'll be better than the Knicks and the uh, Celtics. Oh yeah, they'll be better than the Knicks. I think the Knicks took some steps back, even with the signing of Kim Kimball Walker. I I just feel like I feel like the Knicks kept, caught everybody by surprise last year. Nobody expected them to be this good. And now going into the following season, I think people are going to be, teams are going to be way more prepared for the Knicks. And <clears throat> Atlanta kind of exposed the Knicks in the playoffs last year, you know? So. Yeah. They, I, I, they, they, they got exposed in a good way. They, they I think they got exposed in a way that showed them what they need to do to get better. Because if if they had went up against I don't know Brooklyn in the first round and just got demolished, people would have been people would have just gave them a pass like oh well oh it's Brooklyn you know, they, right yeah they went against Brooklyn team. right right or if they got beat by Philly but they got beat by a team that everybody including myself thought they they could have and should have beat so they they were kind of able to see where they need to get better. Let's be honest, Julius Randle shrunk. He disappeared in those playoffs. Um, so, you know, I bought the kind of on him. I'm like, all right, dude, you got you gotta rise to the occasion next time. You know, uh, y'all need more shooting, you know. And I, I think they they did their best to get some more shooting with Fournier and um um uh, uh Kimba, but you, you gave up some defense, man. Bullock was your their best defender. I like Bullock. And he can shoot and, too, a little bit. So, so Julius Randle needs to, he's good, but he needs to get a little better. RJ Barrett needs to take a step up and they need to focus on defense. Yeah. Well, they were, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, they, they, they definitely did focus on defense. That's what got them to, you know, I mean, to the Tom playoff. Tom was a defense first coach. So they always going to be playing defense. Right. But in addition to that, Step up your shooting, you know, and right. I, I, you know, Kimba, I don't know, man, he, he, <laughs> how, how many games has Kimba played in the past two years? I don't know right offhand, but he, he was in and out a lot. <laughs> I think he played like 30 games or something like he that. Was what he was the, he was the employee, employee of the month in the in and out, man. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, I, I don't I don't know about that. I, I just 
you know, hopefully he revives. That's, that's the only problem with Kemba is his injuries. He, you know, when he's healthy, we know what he can do. He gonna go out there and do his thing, but will the Knicks get that, you know, or will it be a disaster like many of point guards that they pursued in the past that were kind of over the edge, like Stefan Marbury or Penny Hardaway or, you know, whatever the case. So, but yeah, I, I, I like I, I like the Knicks signings too. I think the Knicks are also winners in the free agency. They they didn't do a big splash. I think they're mal winners, but not like, you know, you know, grab my attention on, on the level of the Lakers and on the level of the Bulls. The Bulls grab people's attention because they actually made some moves. I don't remember the Bulls ever having a free agency season like this as long as I've been a Bulls fan. I mean, since the last time a big free agency requirement was like Dennis Rodman or somebody, but, you know. Yeah, but I just, I, I, I'm still, it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't, it, I'm not terribly impressed because of, like I said, the age of DeMar DeRozan. It's like the Bulls do this thing where they get people past their prime, man. And it's like, oh, look what we got. And it's like, yeah, this is a decent used car, but it's still a used car. Right. You know, the other team got a brand new Tesla. <laughs> right. I, I think DeRozan, you know, even though I, I, my only problem with DeRozan is not his game or his age for me. It's just the amount of money they paid me. I felt like they, I do agree with you. They did, they did overpay for a guy that's 35 years old and might give you like one and a half extra good years left. Exactly. Exactly. He's a, he's a, he's a Toyota Camry with 150,000 miles on it. Yeah, exactly. It's still a nice car. You know what I'm saying? But realistically, you might get another year, year and a half out of it. You're going to be seeing Brother Sanders a lot, I tell you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> going to be calling up Brother Sanders a lot. Getting carburetors, changed out, alternators. Getting the, getting the, getting the, uh, 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 the shocks replaced. <laughs> hey, on another, on a side note, have you ever seen this TikTok of this guy? He made, he, he the base, the captions read, how black mechanics be every no. time you get your, get your car fixed and, they, and he be like it's time for the alternator it looks like the alternator <laughs> it looks like the alternator. had percolator playing in the background that's Dude, hilarious <laughs> time for the alternator yeah man but yeah I hey I agree with you. The Lakers are the, definitely the big winners. Even and, and I know that I, we'll get to LeBron. I got a war for LeBron later. I don't want to talk. I don't. <laughs> Go and, ahead. And, and didn't and didn't I, I say this was gonna happen, Rodney? When the when the, the when GM the Suns, when when the Suns and the Bucks was going at it, and even in the in the uh, when the conference finals was going on, I was like, Rodney, I'm enjoying this so much, you know, because I knew, I knew. The, the the clapback from the super teams next year was going to be fierce, mm -hmm. okay. And I, I and I and I didn't even think it was going to be Brooklyn. I, I'm like, eh, Brooklyn's obviously going to run it back. I mean, they ain't got no other choice. Yeah, all they added was Patty Mills, and and they they good. Right, they got they got no real cap space, and they got no picks. So yeah, they're going to run it back. Um, I'm like, man, I know the Lakers are are, are going to either get Bill, DeRozan. 
Westbrook. Um, I expected them to go after Oladipo. Um, I, I knew they were going to do something, but I, I didn't expect. I, I didn't I, I expect all of this. Carmelo? Nope. Now I know Carmelo ain't what he used to be, but dude is still dangerous. Yeah, you could. He come off the bench, man. Give you 15 straight. You know, and and it's just like, come on, y'all, come on, y'all. This was a championship team without those guys. Yeah. Yeah, they stacked the deck, man. And that's just like, oh, God. If, 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 I kid you not, Rodney, if, if the Lakers are like cutting through the West like butter and they play a team in the finals that's not the Brooklyn Nets, I'm probably not going to watch the finals. Oh, I'm, I'm not watching the finals regardless. If the Lakers get to the finals, now if they get, I don't know, man. For the first time since 1990, I will now watch the finals. <laughs> you saying if it's the Lakers and Nets? If it's no, if it's the Lakers versus anybody other than the Nets. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, if it's Lakers Nets, I'm definitely watching. But yeah, if it's Lakers Bucks or Heat again, no, mm-mm, I'll pass. I didn't. I didn't even watch. Honestly, I didn't watch. Actually, the bubble finals. That's the only finals that I did not watch well i didn't watch i'll be honest with you i didn't watch game one and two game I, games three through six i did watch i watched the I, I i would i watched the end of game what was it game five was it game five the one oh, with jimmy game. butler game yeah the jimmy butler game and that was because my wife was doing my sister's hair and the game just happened to be on and you know, I was like, uh, I guess, but I ain't even watch game six. Cause I'm like, dude, they're too tired to, you know, keep up with the late. They're not going to make a series out of this. So yeah, I, I, I just wasn't interested. Yeah, if they, if they face off with like the Hawks or the Sixers or somebody like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not watching that. Yeah. I'm not watching that. I just, I, I'm, I, I, I'm so annoyed, Rodney, because you gonna you gonna hear the same goat arguments, and it's like, yo, this dude is not the goat. Just the person who who shows up to the gym with the stacked team is not is not the best player. Mm-hmm. He's just he just got the best team. That's it. That's it. I, I don't want to hear nothing about no goat after this. The, the the goat conversation been over for me. I ain't nothing no LeBron James fan can say or do to convince me that he's the goat. At you any should, point of his career, you know, you 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 showing up and you 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 running people like me and brother Sanders out the gym. It's like, yeah, you supposed to beat us, exactly, exactly. Now, if he do, especially now, he do all of this and still don't win a championship, that really eliminates the goal conversation. Man, I hope every single one of them tears their ACLs. <laughs> LeBron, Westbrook, AD, uh, all of them, man. I hope they all tear their ACLs. <laughs> now you think I'm you think I'm playing, man? I, hey, I really hope that happens. Hey, man, I wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Davis was the one tearing his ACL. He, he, yeah, he's the he's the one with the with the worst, you know, endurance. But I mean. <sighs> 
man. I just, yeah, man. I, I, I enjoy watching the Suns and the Bucks so much, Rodney. Yeah, it, I, I knew I knew this wasn't going to happen again. I'm like, we're not we're not going to see we're not like going to see for dude. another 15, 20 years. Probably we not, man. We not. It, it's it was one of the most enjoyable finals I ever watched, man. Like just being right. in awe of watching the Greek freaks greatness on the court, you know, everybody hustling, you know, nobody had any like type of play finals experience, maybe except Crowder prior to this series and it was just everybody not knowing what to do in the clutch and you just getting unpredictable finishes like all of that man you get NBA do you realize you get all of that when, when you have teams that don't have LeBron James on them or Kevin Durant on them like you get competitive you get new characters. You get new personalities. New stars. New, new storylines. New story. Yes, new storylines. Trey Young. No one. No one was talking about Trey Young on, on this magnitude until the, the the playoffs. He became this generation's Reggie Miller instantly. And, and yep. it's like, man, I was watching that. Like, man, I missed this. The trash talking. The the with Collins and. Wearing a pitch, wearing a shirt of him dunking on Embiid, like that's what I want to see in the NBA. Not everybody being friends, joining forces. You know, I don't want to see that, man. Mike, Michael Rappaport said it's the skinny genification of the NBA. <laughs> and he said, he said, I want to see, he said, I want to see the Charles Broccolification of the NBA. <laughs> That I, I like that quote. I like that quote. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, I, I, and the sad part about it, you know, when we look back at Chris Paul's career, uh, he he's a great player, but he didn't win the ring. But it's like, man, Chris Paul, I got to give Chris Paul some some credit for going to teams and making them better and yeah. making them better. To me, that's that puts a stamp on your greatness more than him winning multiple titles. And and dude, to be quite honest with you, what Chris Paul did with the Phoenix Suns, dragging that young team of, of puppies to the finals, right. is more impressive than LeBron's finals run to me. Yes, it was. Because number one, he's a point guard, ladies and gentlemen. He's smaller, he's not as strong as LeBron, not as physical, but just thinks the game very well. Yeah, is he a jerk on the court? Of course. It, it, but that's what makes great players. Isaiah Thomas was a jerk, but he's a legend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you need villains. The NBA need villains. Chris Paul was fine with having that type of label on him and not being all sensitive towards what fans got to say about him. Exactly. I felt like... To, to me when 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 the heat lost in 2011 i say the biggest reason why they lost that series is because lebron didn't embrace his role as a villain he was so concerned about the cameras everybody watching he was so concerned about what people had to say about him and it got to his head and it took him completely out of that finals and he got dominated by jason terry which is another <laughs> which is another stain on his resume that you can't find nowhere in Michael Jordan's resume. 
Yeah, not at all, man. So, not at all. come on. It, it, dude, the narratives out there uh, about uh, the, 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 the mental gymnastics people do to try to make the argument that LeBron is the GOAT is amazing. I, I saw this one dude put out a tweet where he was talking about the Brooklyn Nets after they got, after they acquired LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin. Like, see what the Nets had to do just to beat LeBron? 44 combined all-star appearances. It's like, okay. Um, and then they reassessed the tweet. I was listening to The Ringer and they reassessed the tweet after this, these postseason moves. And they're like, well, look at what LeBron did. He got 59 combined all-star appearances on his team. So, which is it? Like, 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 are y'all just gonna overlook that? Y'all gonna say, oh, but the Brooklyn Nets got forty-four All-Star appearances on their roster, but LeBron got fifty-nine. <laughs> you know, y'all just gonna ignore that. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to make this argument? This is it's just stupid, man. This is stupid. Yeah, it's tennis, man. All it is is a bunch of tennis, a bunch of back and forth. But you know. If all you can give me is one and nine in the first round, man, come on, man. If that's all you can give me, oh, he ain't playing the super team era. When the guy, when your favorite player created the super team era, come on, man. I don't, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that nonsense. But uh, real quick, before we get to our next topic, the one thing we haven't talked about uh I got a reward for another free agent that played itself a little bit later. You pretty much know who I'm talking about, but we'll talk about him later. But another free agent who had, or well, he's not a free agent, but uh, he doesn't want to be in Philly. And that's Ben Simmons, man. What do you think is going to happen with Ben Simmons? Do you think he's going to be, do you think he's in a situation where he's stuck with Philly for right now? Or do you think that Philly will be able to pull off a big trade? Um, I feel I feel 60% in favor of he won't be in a Sixers uniform uh, by January. Okay, okay. I agree with um, that. I think something that happened more midseason. Yeah, I think that I think that Ben Simmons is going to end up with the Lakers because he signed a clutch tampering. Uh, I, I mean, clutch sports. <laughs> Rich Paul and them. Yeah. So there's been there's been some rumbling, there's some rumors about he might end up with the Lakers. Did you did you hear this? I wouldn't be surprised. Why not? You know, why not? The GM, man. The GM. You know, and and I I could totally see it, it, it and the NBA is funny like that. It's like with all these other teams, it's like it's like, oh no, we want Bradley Bill for uh for Ben Simmons. Oh no, we want Damian Lillard for Ben Simmons. And then when the Lakers call, oh we'll we'll take a couple of second round picks and, and y'all can have Ben. Thank 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 thanks for calling us, uh LA LA Lakers. Watch, they they gonna give up the worst package. Yeah. The Lakers are ben giving Simmons in return. Another reason, too, one people, and I, I'm starting to agree with you on this because now that I think about it, the Lakers have been shopping. I mean, they're getting all, they're stacking their roster so deep. So by the time, and you know, the first half of the season, we watched this before, we've seen this movie before with LeBron, 
is that first half of the season is the fill out part of the season. LeBron fills it out. Okay, let me see. All right. I thought this was going to work, but this ain't going to work. Okay, this works. We're going to keep that here. Oh, that ain't working right there. That ain't working. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Man, dude, Ben Simmons doing pretty good. He, he really proving to the to he, he on the mission. All right. He calls up uh what's his name? Not not uh Mitch Pupchek. What, what's the new guy's name? Oh, Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Hey Rich. Um Rich, can you uh make something happen? Get Ben Simmons over here. I got, you know, a couple of uh, this Malik Monk, he ain't working out. Uh Malik Monk ain't <laughs> working out. We got uh Bay's more, you know, he look like Chance the Rapper. I ain't feeling him. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> get him out of here. You know, Trevor Ariza, he too old, man. Let's go ahead and make it happen. Yeah, let's put together a package to get Ben. I, I, I yeah. totally see you. You are totally right, Rodney. The people who are the L.A. roster in, in October will not be the L.A. roster in January. It won't. It won't. You are exactly right. Melo gonna stay off the strength of the of the friendship. That's the only reason why Melo gonna stay. But everybody else, they not untouchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melo, Westbrook, and AD, they good. <laughs> yeah, they good. They 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 locked in. But everybody else, they just they're just there for trade trade bait to get Ben Simmons in the future. That's all. Yep. So yeah, that uh, that's you heard it here first. You heard it here first. You heard it before. You heard it on first take. Jalen, Jacoby, all them other shows. You heard it here first. Don't be surprised when in January or in February, Ben Simmons is in a Lakers uniform and everybody is, you know, losing their mind. Whether the, the whole world loses their mind like the Joker and we're sitting there like, huh? I told you so. Yeah, knew this was gonna happen. Knew was gonna happen. Now, 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 is he the best fit for LA? I don't know. Um, but you know who he is the best fit for? Golden State. He he is yes, he is a much better fit for Golden State. But see, Philly man, they playing hardball with all these other teams. It's like they've expressed interest in in Damian Lillard. They've expressed interest in Bradley Beal. You know, but. Make something happen. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of dominoes that have not fallen this offseason. You know, what's Golden State going to do? Are they going to bounce Wiseman out of there? Where's Bill going to land? Where's Lillard going to land? What are the Blazers doing? Um, how come the Mavericks ain't made no moves? You know, so there's still a lot to be done. Yeah, it you know, is. So, and I, I would say we didn't talk about the losers of the. NBA free agency, but I, I might have to go with the Pelicans, man. Yeah, I got the Pelicans and the Celtics. Yeah, Pelicans and Celtics, they're big losers. Um, I'm gonna I'm give the Blazers an incomplete only because, I don't know, man, they really didn't make any moves, but I, I don't know what they're trying to do. I, I Something's in the something's going on with that organization we don't know you know D damian lillard's been talking to the media too about no nah, i didn't say i want to get traded and you know but he definitely didn't say he was willing to stay um so we'll see what happens with that i'm keeping my eye on the blazers next year so but other than that yeah Pel pelican celtics big losers I, I thought the celtics was going to make more moves 
but you know i know they're right now front office is kind of in shambles right now and you know they're they're just in a bad spot they're in a bad spot so yeah 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 so um yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure if we think about it a little harder, I, it, we, we can find some other teams that are, are definitely losers that, that made no moves. Like, you know, like Orlando, like Houston. Um, Mavericks. Yeah, the Mavericks. What do you what do you think about the Wizards? What, what do you think they're going to be like next year? They picked up Dinwiddie, which I like that pick, but... They got Montrez. They got Montrez Harrell. They got Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. I mean, they're they're gonna be a play-in team, but I I, I don't see them scratching the surface. I don't see really? them scratching the surface. No. no you don't think know. you don't think they could be this year's uh uh AC, maybe? They could be an AC. I I'm I'm saying they can be an AC and at and and lose in the first round. That's about it, like they did last year. I, I, I don't know, man. The Wizards, is, they're, they're a team that they just been in limbo for so many years, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they seem to be a snake-bitten franchise, but... Yeah. You they, know. Can just, they can never get over the hump, you know. And I think it's got a lot to do with the name, the Wizards. I, I hate... I still hate that name for a basketball team. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible name. I like, just go I, back to the, to the Bullets. Yeah, you know, I, I it's like y'all change the Bullets because y'all don't like the how that sounds with because you guys are a team in the national capital. And it's like, dude, it's a sports team. It's supposed sports to sound team. intimidating. Yeah. Like, like a wizard does not sound intimidating. I'll punch no. a wizard in the, in the jaw. <laughs> you know, but a bullet can't nobody stop a bullet. No, no. And you, and, and you're, you know, in basketball, you take jump shots. You're a shooter. It makes sense. It fits the basketball. You know, it's, it's a basketball name, man. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I just. I think that's one of the biggest reasons why they have never gotten over hook because they changed their name. The Wizards, like, like, <laughs> it's like, where do y'all play? Middle Earth? It's like, what, what is? How y'all the Wizards? <laughs> like Doctor Strange type stuff. <laughs> right. Boo, I come to bargain. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, man, get out of here. <laughs> Trash. But anyway, uh, we're going before we get into our next segment, we're gonna go into a commercial break and we'll be back. Yes, let's do that. Wack Arnold's is proud to give young African Americans an opportunity to serve their communities, making them feel responsible for the welfare of their own environment. Look at that. Calvin's got a job. Hey Calvin! Hey, Miss Hopper. Got my first paycheck. That's good, Calvin. Very good. Way to go, young blood. Getting paid, getting paid. <laughs> hey, yo, I heard Calvin got a job. Man, I'm proud of him. It's Rob didn't, man. Yes, son. Good dads. 
bad dads, dirty dads. Need advice? Need a little discipline? Pick up that phone and talk to a dad. Hey, guy. Haven't heard from him in a while. Let's chat. I have zero tolerance for this type of behavior. You've been a very bad boy. Now go to bed. I said go to bed. Hundreds of dads is waiting for your call. Ready to connect and ready to roll. Black dads. White dads. Tan dads. Foreign dads. Something on your mind, Chad? I mean, you can tell me anything. It's our secret. It's not too hard, but you're going to need to fill out a Form 1040-EZ on that. 1-818-275-4359. The dads are ready. All you have to do is dial, pimple. Athletic dads. Absent dads. Two dads. Accepting dads. I've always known. God dads. Bathroom dads. Step dads. I love you so much, Bruce. Please, Bruce, I love you too much, Bruce, please. Sugar dads. Distant dads. Your dad. Bunches of dads. The ultimate dad experience is yours to keep. Call now. Four ninety nine per minute. All right, we back. All right, all right. MVP music table discussion time. And the first half of the season is in the books. And, you know, as you guys know, as listeners of the show, uh, my fellow uh, partner here, Ian, has his own podcast called Vibes and Stuff, where hip-hop dads discuss hip-hop topics. And Mm -hmm. I just want to... Bring the floor to you, man. What is your second half most anticipated hip hop albums to come out for this season? Woo, okay. All right. All right. Shout out to my podcast. By the way, anybody who listens to my podcast or formerly listened to it on Apple Podcasts, it's not updating on Apple Podcasts for some reason, but you can still listen on Google Podcasts. Spotify, Radio Public, Stitcher, and of course, Anchor FM. All right. So, um, and I just dropped two instrumental playlists on the channel. So check that out in your spare time. So for me, um, most anticipated albums, it, it's, it's, it's hard because the older I get Rodney, the less I anticipate albums because the albums that have the most hype around them are usually the most disappointing. Right. Um, you know, the, the best albums that came out this year were albums nobody thought knew was even coming out. King's Disease 2, Real Late with Peter Rosenberg, um, Sky Zoo's album. Those, those are, the, are, are the top albums of the year so far, but they had zero hype around them. But anyway, um, most And I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. You know, oh, this Donda hype, what, whatever. I'm, I'm so over Kanye. Hey, I, I'm going as far as to saying King's, King's Disease 2 is miles above better than King's Disease 1, in my opinion. I, I will agree with you. I wouldn't say miles above it, but it's definitely better. I wasn't wild about King's Disease. I liked it, but I wasn't wild about it. I didn't go back to it. But this one, I'm going back to. Like, this is, I just feel like, yeah. honestly, this bag on this one, man. 
That Death Row East. Oh, Storm dude. Run. Dude. Moments. Yeah. Nobody. Even Hit Boy dropped a little verse. Yeah, that was decent. That was decent. But let, let's let's get to these anticipated albums. I'm still anticipating Kendrick Lamar's album. Um, whenever it drops, um, Kendrick Lamar is is he's he's four for four with me. So um, I, I'm definitely anticipating what he's cooking up if it drops this year. Um, we we talked about the Black Star Project at last. I, I'm not even going to include it because I don't think it's coming out. I don't think it's coming out either. I, I really don't. Um, <laughs> what would you rather hear, Rodney? What do you want to hear most? The Black Star album or the Once Upon a Time in Shaolin album? At this point, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. Okay, fair enough. I, 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 I got I, to the point. I got to the point where I'm done. You know waiting on black star it's one of those things where if it come out it come out if it don't i'm not gonna be my feelings ain't gonna be hurt you know it is what it is yeah yeah it, it's uh, like it's turned into the new detox in my opinion it goes in a detox column oh god yeah yeah which i which i'm also not that interested in hearing um next up i got dangerous thoughts uh by danger mouse and black thought um, I heard about that project. Yeah, it was supposed to drop this year because he he was working on it and was like apparently finishing it up last year. And he was saying that he was going to drop it before he dropped Streams of Thought 4, which he was also currently working on and said and said it was almost finished with. So I think that would be a great combination, man, especially if Danger Mouse could get, get back in his bag and get out of that kind of like that that pop music flavor that he's been in lately yeah. um you know I, I wasn't i wasn't as big on Narles barkley as some people were you i thought what? it was an interesting little you know have an side project album. one off but i, I, I didn't i'm like y'all don't need to put out more than one album i have a i have a i have an unpopular opinion i thought that Narles barkley's first album was just okay i agree with you I thought their second album after that one was better. It might have been, but I never know because I didn't buy it. <laughs> dude, I promise you, and that album to me was better than Nas, the, the first Nas album because I felt like they kind of, I don't know, they kind of shied away from trying to make that radio hit or try to repeat crazy. And they just made music, man. They just made music. And I thought, it was pretty dope um because i feel like you know on, on that first album it, you know you had the main singles and everything but i just i was just like it, it didn't hit me like that you know i felt like i, I don't know even crazy i, I just felt like crazy's a good song but i, I just this is another unpopular opinion i thought it was a tad bit overrated oh, oh the video yeah. was dope the video yeah, it was, was amazing it was, it was a it was a tad overrated, especially when you consider some of the other R&B that was dropping at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so I got I got that Dangerous Thoughts, uh, Danger Mouse and Black Thought. I got Abstract Mind State. They got a, a, a Kanye produced album coming out. Oh, it, it's uh, out. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's out. It's out. Dream Still Inspired. 
yeah, I, I just started listening to it yesterday, but I only got two tracks in because I had <laughs> I started cutting hair. Like I, I had popped it on before my first customer came in, and then after that, I was like, man, I can't even finish this. So I'm probably gonna finish it later on this week. What you? What do you think of it so far? Um, you know, I was just you know my first listen, man. I always get a feel for it first. Like I, I, I don't want to. I like to. I like to give my judgments after I listen to the whole thing, you okay, know, because, okay. you know, albums can get off to slow starts and then pick up or That's albums fair. can get off to fast starts and then like slow down. So I'm like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to sit back and wait. I'll definitely give you my opinion later on. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to definitely check it out. Yeah. Abstract Mind State Dreams still inspire. Um, the Sci High to album, I'm sorry, Sci High to Prince album. His good music debut album that was supposed to drop two years ago that never dropped. Um, I don't even know if it's due to come out this year, but it is one I, I'm kind of anticipating because I think dude is a is an excellent lyricist. Um, you know, especially coming out the south and you know, just being a really lyrical trap rapper. I just hope sonically he finds a formula that fits him because I, think, I, think I like no, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, I liked No Dope on Sundays, but I felt it was a little sleepy, especially toward the end. Mm-hmm. And he can, he can use a breath of fresh air production-wise. Um, and I think he would do he would do just fine. I think he'll be more focused because of what happened. You know, I think he last year he had almost got, like, somebody tried to kill him last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So... I see a I see a more focused effort from him coming up. So and that's that's all I got, really. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'll, I'll you know notate that. Um, definitely looking forward to that. Also, I don't know if you heard this, but Lupe is currently working on a new album. <clears throat> oh yeah, uh, I am kind of looking forward to that. It's a he said it's supposed to be a ten track album. Yeah. Like and it didn't take him long to make it for some. Yeah, he he made it in like one week or something. Yeah. So or what, a day or one, two days or something. I forgot. It was something short, but yeah, yeah. Let's let's. I I do I do want to see what he got in store. That, that'd be dope. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think so too. Um, I mean, even even though I haven't been blown away by his previous work. You know, Lupe's still a lyrical artist. I still respect him as a lyricist, especially after the whole beef with, you know, the whole battle with uh, Royce. You know, listen to Vibes and stuff for more info on that. But, you know, I thought that was a decent battle. But, yeah, like, hey, you know, Lupe still got it, man. That's that's what I learned from it, is that Lupe, you know, he still got it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh with that being said, man, let's move on to uh, <laughs> a story I've been anxiously been waiting on to hear. True barber stories. True barbershop <laughs> stories. Yes, yes, yes. I, as, as you know, uh, just to fill in the listeners, a couple weeks ago, I, I hit up Rodney like, yo, man, you still cut up the apartment, man. <laughs> you know, Rodney was cutting me for a minute, but because he lived so far away, I just, I had to stop, you know. I blame the traffic lights, man. Them them traffic, uh, you know, cameras, man. Yeah, that too. That too. That that one on 79th and Cicero got me a few times. Um, You know, but, you know, it's all good. 
But uh, so yeah, I hit up Rodney, man. Reason being, man, I, I'm putting it out there. I'm in, I'm in the market for for a new new barber, man. This 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 other barber I've been going to, I'm not re, I'm not renewing his contract, man. I, I I I I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not terribly loyal when it comes to my barbers. I'm I'm like I'm like a basketball GM. It's like okay, I I go to you for four years, you know. Right. Yeah, I might go to you for two years with a one year option. <laughs> right. Hey, can I can I say something real quick? This is go ahead. A, I just got a life lesson story for barbers before you get into your story. But barbers, can y'all let go of the whole loyalty thing, please? Like, I've let it go a long time ago. Like, I've learned. I'm in my 21st year of barbering, by the way, professionally. Um, the thing that I've learned is that circumstances change. Your circumstances as a barber change. And it took me a long time. You know, I remember when I first started barbering and everything, it was all about loyalty. It's all about a client sticking to you and not going to anyone else. And if they go to someone else, you divorce the, the client, all this other stuff. And I've learned over the years, I'm like, you lose one, you gain another. Because you're always being a barber, someone is always going to want their haircut. So if you lose a client, cool, get another one, you know, get yeah, over the, world the don't royalty around, stuff. Right. The world don't revolve around you, barbers. Exactly. It's like if your, if your circumstances and schedule can change, what makes you think mine won't? Exactly. Exactly. You know, so, Let so, go of that loyalty stuff, man. Yeah, man. And, 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 and treat your people good. Don't, don't. Don't, you know, subject them to all sorts of unprofessional behavior. But then when they switch up to another barber who's more professional than you, catch feelings about it. Right. So, the so what's the story? So what's, what led to, so, the, to, to so, this whole... So I'm, I'm going to put his name out there and everything. This, this dude, his name is Tony. He cuts hair on 129th of Hostel. I've been going to him for, for some years now. Um, just to give you a little backstory on this dude and what, what, what got me to this point. He's a very, he's a very finicky dude. That's the only way I could really describe him. Mm -hmm. um, when I first started going to him, it was just him and one other barber in, in the shop. And that dude was was the other the second guy. He was an excellent barber. His name was Slim, and he fired the dude because he gave the dude a lift to work one day, and the dude accidentally dropped a blunt in his car when he got out the car like the blunt like rolled up under the the, the you know the, the crease in the passenger seat and he found it later and fired the dude mm. he didn't fire him because he was smoking weed he was he fired him because he said well if i got pulled over and the cops found it that would have been on me but none of that happened so dude just let it ride Right. So I'm like, okay, this dude's a little funny, but whatever. That's 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 his right. Now, this dude, he has no real open time, and he has no real closed time. He'll get there rough sometimes ten o'clock, sometimes eleven. He'll close down sometimes seven o'clock, sometimes he'll close down at four thirty. There's been times I pulled up at like four fifteen with me and my son. We clearly need haircuts. And he'll be like, oh, I'm getting ready to leave for the day. I'm like, yo, so you can't hit us up real quick? Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm getting ready to go. 
All right, fine, whatever. There's been other times I pull up to the shop. It's closed. I call them up. Yo, you, are you cutting today? Oh, man, I went out of town. It's like, come on, man. If you're going out of town, Rodney, do you, do you let your clients know when you're going out of town and they won't be able to get a cut? Uh, yeah, uh, through my app, my cutting app. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Everybody know. And then, he he would just he would just leave town, not say nothing, you know. Or and I'll then, verbally tell him while I'm cutting hair. If I'm cutting a person's hair, cutting client hair, hey man, jot this down. If you're you know lock this in your phone or something like that. But I'm gonna be out of town on this particular week, you know. So if you can't catch me, you can you know give my boy such and such a chance or or whatever, you know. Right, right. You say something. He would just leave and not say anything until you called him. Right very unprofessional okay the other thing about this dude i thought that was odd you know how how you sit in the chair and you make small talk with your barber you talk about what's going on in the world you know what's going on with sports or whatever you just making small talk right mm -hmm. I, was, I was trying to make small talk with this dude dude he knew nothing about any type of current events he didn't know what was going on in sports he didn't know what was going on in politics and the news. When the day the Derek Chauvin trial happened and they, they did the whole you know uh, uh, verdict, uh, when they read the verdict for Derek Chauvin, he, he knew nothing about it. It's like he doesn't watch the news. He doesn't read newspapers. He doesn't even know. He didn't even know who was playing in the finals or the Super Bowl. And it's like, come on, man. And it's like, and I'll be like, so what you what you been up to? Oh, man, I've just been cutting hair. It's like, okay, like, you know, I'm not saying you got to be a political scientist or nothing, but know something about what's going on in the world around you so I can at least make small talk with you. Right. I'm Don't just sitting just live there on silent. Earth. You said what? Don't just live on earth. Yeah, or just live in the shop. And every time I would ask him, like, what he been up, it was the same response. I've just been cutting hair. I've just been cutting hair. It's like okay. that's a song right there. That's a nice little song right there. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 let's let's get to the let's get to the meat of the story. So last two times I went to him to get cut. Th those these last two times was kind of the deal breaker. So the time before this last one, um, it's summertime, Rodney, and his shop is not very well ventilated. He's got an air conditioner, but it's like a, it's like a, he's got one of them home air conditioners for a business. Mm -hmm. So if it's 90 degrees outside, it might be 82, 83 in there. Okay. So I'm sitting in a chair and I'm sweating, of course, because it's summertime. I just walked in. I'm sweating a little bit because I had on a baseball cap. So he's like, oh, I can't cut your hair when it's wet. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, well, it's not really wet. And I was like, well, you got a towel? So he reluctantly hands me a towel and I, I you know, I wipe off my forehead or whatever. Then he tries to cut me again. And he's like, oh man, you still got sweat. You still got sweat. So ex explain that to me, Rodney. What's, what's, what's the deal with that? Okay, so to, to, to be honest with sweat, it is hard to cut through sweat with clippers because it slows the blade down and slows the motor down but here's what he could have done i'll just share with you what he could have done i've done this before when a customer comes in he's sweaty and everything i usually offer a cold uh either a hot towel or a cold towel now hot towel 
is underrated because if they use the hot towel and they just put it on their face briefly and just remove it, it's gonna cool off, uh, you know, all that excess sweat. You can also use a cool towel to just cool them down, give it a couple of minutes, you know what I mean? Let them cool off, do a little small talk while he's, you know, trying to cool himself down and just have him hold it while he's, you know, getting a haircut. You got a blow dryer, put the, set the blow dryer on cool, on the cool setting and then blow dry his hair, you know, while he's, you know, wiping and everything so it can dry off. And then you get back to, you get to cutting his hair or you could offer a shampoo. Now I know, you know, in, in shops in the hood, don't have shampoo. You know, I don't know if they had a shampoo bowl over there or anything like that, but. No, no. Now, when he when I say he gave me a towel, I meant paper towel. No, no, I'm talking about a barber towel. No, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. So that's not so. So so I'm like, all right, well, I just sit here, you know, I'm not I'm in the chair already. Like, I'm like, and he's not doing anything. He didn't had a seat. So he finally gets impatient and takes this big old industrial fan that he had in the shop and turns it on toward me and it's like Rodney this this is a fan that you use to cool down a warehouse he <laughs> turns this fan on me and I'm like and I turn the chair around I'm like no nah, dude that's too much wind like well, I'll, just, I'll just wait till I dry off or whatever so I guess it was taking longer than he wanted so he starts going around to the other people in the shop and takes his finger and starts rubbing their their foreheads going and they're looking at him weird like what are you doing he's like i'm just trying to see if y'all sweaty like him i'm just trying to see if y'all sweaty like him i don't know why he's so sweaty so now i'm like okay this is trying to put me on front street i don't really like that right and i'm like i was like dude man cut my hair oh man you know i gotta wait i gotta wait so it's like I wasn't really sweating that hard, but now you didn't told the whole shop I'm sweating. So now I'm sweating again. Right. So I'm like, man, it still with this dude. So that was that was that was the last time, the time before last. Two weeks ago, I go back to this dude. Same thing starts happening. I got a little bit of sweat on my forehead. Oh man, I can't cut you. You know, and it Rodney, it was a couple of beads. But this this dude was acting like I was just soaking wet and he does the same thing he goes to another dude and who's waiting to get a cut takes his finger starts rubbing his forehead and he's telling him i'm just trying to see if you sweaty like him and i'm like man what is up with this dude just just give me a towel and let's let's get on with the haircut so so i i dry off or whatever he's cut my hair then he starts talking about did you he, he asked me did you did you get the vaccine I was like, yeah, I got the vaccine months ago. I was like, man, I, I, I done lost two cousins to this. It's COVID. I got another cousin in the hospital right now, you know, because COVID knocked off all his organs and, and he had organ failure and all of that. Oh, man, people who get the vaccine, they ain't showing common sense. They they don't know. It's a, it's a 99% survival rate. I'm listening to this dude. So I, I patiently- What's better, 99% or 0% or 1%? Right. I, I, he's like, they not telling you about all the people who, who took the vaccine and then died from it. I'm like, they who? Who? Oh, uh, 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 the media, you know. I said, have you- But, you, but you don't watch the news. Exactly. You're just cutting hair. 
exactly. He don't even know who the president is. Okay. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, well, I haven't known. I've known a lot of people who have gotten the vaccine. And I don't know not one person who died from it. Now, there are cases where, where very marginal cases where people might have an allergic reaction to a vaccine. But the majority of these people, they had a, another condition that they were already dealing with before they got the vaccine. I know people who got the vaccine and died from a heart attack two weeks later. I've heard of a person that got a vaccine and got saved from getting a future heart attack. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come on. You know, or they had cancer and the cancer took them out. And they'd be like, oh, well, oh, they, you know they took that vaccine. It's like, no, they had cancer. Okay. I heard so, that there was another situation, speaking of cancer, I mean, I'm going to just piggyback off what you said. Another lady took the vaccine, you know, she got she thought she got sick from the vaccine she went to the doctor <laughs> it exposed that she had a tumor and they were able to get rid of the cancer right away had she not got the vaccine she probably would have never knew that she had a, a, a growth exactly exactly so I, I patiently explained to him i said well look if you 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 hesitant about Alex, he was like i just don't like how they whipped it up so quick I said, you know what? I had the same reservations, but you know what I did? I picked up a medical journal and I read it. And I discovered that the COVID vaccine is a modified version of the SARS vaccine, which has been around for 15, 20 years. He goes, oh, oh, he goes, he goes, oh, 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 don't get worked up. And I'm like, what? what? I'm gonna stop you right here, man. You didn't even have to go that deep with him. All you had to do is say, you go to McDonald's, right? fast food right millions of people eat fast food <laughs> you know but you still and people always talk about how fast food ain't good for you but they still go and eat it you know what i mean like dude like <laughs> but it's like you you meet him with facts and it's just like he act like he goes oh no don't get worked up like like i'm in there going on a tirade or something and i'm like i'm like you know what i'm not coming to this dude no more it's like he sucks with my son like, like when, when I get my son, uh, when he, he get his hair cut over there, he's constantly telling him, man, stop moving, stop moving. I look over there and my son is like sitting still. <laughs> he's just like a really finicky dude. And I, after that, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not coming dude, to this you're, Yeah, you're, you're oh, son. Oh, 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 and then here, here, here's the other part, Rodney. He goes, why he's this the second time while while I'm waiting to, to, for my head to dry off or whatever. Since since he's a cop having a seat, I pull out my phone and start texting you and Jamil. And he's like, man, whatever you texting on your phone, I think that's what got you sweating. And I was like, I'm like, man, what what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, I was like, you you having a seat, so I'm I'm gonna respond to these text messages. So after that, I'm like, man, I'm not coming to this dude no more. And, you know, I go out in the parking lot and and I, I, I'm i in my car and I'm plugging up my phone. And I'm going through, you know, my iTunes, seeing what I'm about to play. This fool comes out of the shop and is like peering in the car at me. And I'm like, and I, I look up at him and I roll my window down. I was like, what's up? You good? Yeah, yeah, y'all, I'm good. And I'm like, all right. And I roll my window back up.
He's just out there meandering in the parking lot. Like, I don't know if he thought I was going to, like, slash his tires or something after the vaccine talk, but, like, it was just weird. It was just weird, Rod. Uh, I'm like, I'm not going to this dude again. And, and he an anti-vaxxer, man. So it's like, dude, you, 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 you got people, you're interacting with the public all day, every day. Man. You don't know what people are breathing on you. That was the reason why I got it, because I'm back in the shop and kids aren't vaccinated yet because they don't have the vaccine for the kids yet so and they're still coming to the shop you know so i i'm i i'm like man i gotta get it because i'm i'm next i'm in clients face constantly all day every day yeah so it's important you know i i, I don't know man i hey I, i'm sorry that happened to you number one man like and 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 I, I just got something to say to that. Is this going to be a little rant that I have towards barbers in the industry? Uh, is barbers like you, Tony? That <laughs> is the reason why no one respects our profession. Um, I, me being in the game for 21 years, I try to my best to try to stay as professional as possible, represent barbers how they should be represented. And when it's barbers like you that's out there being unprofessional not uh number one uh one of the biggest things for barbers is to make sure that their environment is clean and sanitary which means their clippers are clean sanitary but we also ourselves have to be sanitary taking care of our hygiene making sure our health is good number one i think that all barbers and stylists should be vaccinated and for you not to be vaccinated you are a walking contamination in the barbershop. So, yeah, you might be spraying down your clippers and disinfecting your clippers and, you know, you cutting people's hair and thinking you're still being sanitary, but you yourself isn't sanitary because you don't have a vaccine and you're at the point of putting someone's life at risk, their grandparents' life at risk. And, and it's all because of the fact that you want to be you continue to want to be unprofessional and it represents us as barbers in a horrible way that's why people complain about barbers all the time that's why people resort to cutting their own hair uh and a lot of people have learned and that's another thing barbers and stylists that are out there listening to this podcast you guys have to remember during the pandemic a lot of people started learning how to cut their own hair so there are a lot of people that are just satisfied with doing that now because they don't want to deal with the lack of professional the lack of professionalism from you know unprofessional barbers yeah. and that yeah. are number one never on time or they're uh, barbers who you know I've, I even heard this barbers be you know appointment only barbers but you know you set an appointment with a barber to come there and get your hair cut at 11 o'clock but you get there and you still got two people in front of you you know that's yeah. not that's not that's not yeah, how, how you, you do it i'm gonna at my shop we do appointment we're appointment based yes we take walk-ins but we're appointment based and if you schedule an appointment at 11 o'clock i had a lady tell me last week uh this actually were a referral uh black lady her and her two boys she brought her and her two boys up to the shop because she got tired of going to unprofessional environments 
And when she came, she had set up a two o'clock appointment. And no, it was 245 appointment. She got there at 245. And I went up to her and I said, I'm ready for your kids. And she was like, you are? I was like, yeah, come on. I'm ready. I'm ready. She's like, oh, oh, okay. I'm surprised because usually I, I set a 245. I, I, I did it because I didn't expect us to get in the chair until four. I was like, oh, well, here, if you set a 245 appointment, I might, there be times where I might be behind you know, maybe five or 10 minutes or 15 minutes because maybe a client before them was late for their appointment and it pushed me back. Or the the client that I had before them might've took a little bit longer or they might've wanted a shampoo and it added on more time or, or a shave or something and they didn't book, you know, they didn't book a shave, but they sit in my chair and be like, oh yeah, man, can you do a you know, shave real quick? I'm not gonna turn that down because that's money. So I'm gonna do it, right. but that's gonna set me back a little bit. But at least I'm gonna let you. are not gonna penalize the the person who sh- showed up on time. Exactly. You're not gonna penalize them because of uh, another person showing up late. Exactly. And I'm gonna go up to that person and I'm gonna tell them, "Hey, I'm running like maybe five or ten minutes behind. Is that okay?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine." You know. So, barbers, man, like the the, the pandemic has taught a lot of people a lot of things. It's taught us as barbers our worth in our profession, but also taught others who are not in our profession that, hey, I could do this on my own. I don't need you. So please stop being unprofessional, like get it together. And if you want more information on how to be a professional barber, go back, I think season three or something of of Magnificent Vibes on my top (laughs) five things that barbers need to improve on and maybe you'll become a better barber but and, just, and also don't be a weirdo man that's weird that too we're doctors you know in, in in barber college we learn matter of fact i ain't even gonna go to barber college we'll go actually to the movie barber shop where cedric the entertainer famously said hey we're doctors we're counselors we're lawyers you know, we give street advice. We're, we are that source in the neighborhoods for people to rely on, to talk about, uh, you know, I've, I've, dude, I've been in the midst of so many bad conversations about bad marriages and, and you know, <laughs> the list goes on and on. Raising kids, bad report cards, bad kids, good kids, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Bad relationships, good relationships, you know, lawsuits. I've been in the midst of a bunch of conversations that you as a barber have to learn to be able to have those type of conversations with your clients because that's what brings the clients back to your chair. It's not necessarily your haircuts. You could be the best barber on the planet as far as cutting someone's hair, but if you don't have a personality to go with it, they're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it's just a matter of time. Who cares you know, if, if you if, do a, if, a, a crispy lining? If all you got to say is I just been cutting hair, it's like, it's like, man, dude, you, you don't know nothing about what's going on in the world. And then the one time you do speak up, it's to it's to spout some anti-vax nonsense. So like, yeah, I'm I'm not supporting you no more, dude. Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm sorry, real, but, but but peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You did the right thing, man. Leave that dude alone, man. He's trash. Um, 
it, it, dude, I, barbers, get it together. Do better, man. Do better. That's all I got to say. Uh, but I'm running out of time, man. On to... <laughs> I'm sorry, Ian, man. I, I just that worked me up a little bit. That's the no. I get it. I get man. it, man. Because you, you, you know, it's your profession. It's like, you know, you, you, you want your your people out there to represent properly, man. And it's just like, and a lot of them just don't. No. And that's sad. That's sad. But getting, let's get to the weekly awards, man. Uh, starting with the Essence of Otis Award, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go ahead and give it to LeBron James, man. <laughs> like. Don't shoot a tweet out saying, oh, keep that same energy. Y'all calling us old. Y'all doing this. Y'all saying that. Uh, keep that same energy when the season start. And then delete it afterwards. No, nah, man. You said it. You took time out to write that whole essay and, 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 and post it on, on social media. Stand by it. Keep it up. Right. Right, no, fool. You keep the same energy. It's like, dude, Chris Wynn said it best. When he said LeBron is trying to plant the seed of the underdog narrative with their team this year, like, like, oh, no one believed in them because they were so old. It's like, no, everyone no. believes in them. No. That's why. That's why it's newsworthy that the acquisitions they made. Exactly. Because it, only a crazy man would say that they're not the favorites to win a win a championship this year. So now, and, and LeBron knows that he's well aware of that. So he has to create this other alternative narrative that everyone's writing them off because they're quote-unquote old. Yeah, it's uh, whatever. Whatever, LeBron. Uh, you guys are definitely, if you look at the uh, at the predictions for who they think is going to win, the odds makers and all that stuff, you guys are number one on the list. Nobody's got y'all as a uh, uh, 500 to 1 favorite to win a championship. So stop that, man. Right, right. You act, you act like you the Atlanta Hawks or something. Yeah, man. Like all the Minnesota Timberwolves. Right, right. Come on, dude. Yeah, get out of here, dude. Yeah, you, you. I, I didn't have one, Roddy, but that's a good one. Uh, Cuddy Award. You got one? Yeah, man. George Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I missed that. So what happened with that whole situation? So uh, uh, Carmelo put out this tweet after he joined the Lakers and was like, yeah, the one thing that keeps me up at night is the fact that I, I never won a championship. You know, it kept me up at night, blah, blah, blah. Jo George Carl responds with, yeah, it kept, it, kept, it kept our coaching staff up at night too. For 10 years when we were trying to explain the, the importance of, of team play and defense. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, George Carl. I said touche. George Carl, boy. Man, he is the shade king. <laughs> he always I caught a breeze from all that shade. Woo! Man. <laughs> that's a good one, George. That was a good one. That's a that's definitely a bringing in the groceries. <laughs> right. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron make you feel like a man. <laughs> You wasn't, do, wasn't doing it like that when you was with the Blazers or the Nuggets. You couldn't even get a ring on your finger. <laughs> oh, oh man, that was a good one. That was a good one. Mine's, <laughs> mine's go to Jada Kiss, man. Uh, for, for oh, knocking wow. Dipset down a flight of stairs doing the verses <laughs> last week, man. <laughs> yeah, man, that, that, that was embarrassing. 
that was super embarrassing super embarrassing like jada had to remind everybody like don't get yeah, it twisted they just and, and like hopefully people are can see with that with that display with that versus hopefully people are seeing what i saw in dipset 15 years ago <laughs> <laughs> me too i've been saying dipset's trash I'm like, I'm like, y'all know they're not that good, right? Oh man, this that anthem, diplomatic immunity. Oh, oh, oh boy. I'm like, hey, this, this, this ain't moving me. This ain't, this ain't don't move the needle for me. They, they, I will put G unit above this set. Hey, I got a, I got, I got a clip that I want to send to you, so you could put it at the end of the video, dedicated to Dipset. And, and it's it's all about you know uh, uh, rappers dopeness. It's about it's about relativity to other rappers. If all you listen to is Dipset, fine, whatever you, you like that, and and you think that's that's good music, cool. But to listen to other rappers who can actually rap and then listen to Dipset, <laughs> it, it hits totally different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whew. That was a slaying, man. That was a that was an old fashioned butt whooping. Yeah, man. Yeah. Old fashioned. Um, Up next, you played yourself award. Mine's definitely goes to none other than Dennis Schroeder. Ooh, Schroeder, boy, I ever want to say it. Oh man, he, yes, yes. yes. You talk about taking an L. I don't know. I don't. I, I know I'm not the only person who saw this coming, right? Like, I'm not either. Saw, I knew he wasn't gonna get paid. When I when I saw that he turned down 84 million for four years with the Lakers, I'm like, okay, that's that's a that's a pretty you know decent offering for from from a franchise that already is top heavy, you know, to to, to a guy who's essentially a six man, you know, right. hey, that's 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 21 million a year. That's 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 not nothing. And you get to play for a contender, right? And you take but, uh, less money. You take less money from a team that needed a point guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. And not a contender. And not a contender. Like they, they, you know, Jalen. Don't know how long Jalen Brown's gonna be out. You know, Jason Tatum's gonna do his thing, but I mean. Yeah. He might get traded. Uh, uh, the Schroeder might get traded before the year is up too. It's like if if, if Jalen Brown come back and him and Schroeder are clashing over you know whose turn it is to be that guy. Man, yeah. please, I, I would send Schroeder packing so quick. Big time. Big time. Yeah, you played yeah, yourself, Dennis. That's you a good one. I, I got I got Carmelo is playing himself, but we we already yeah. discussed that. <laughs> Mill Card Award. Dennis Schroeder's money. <laughs> it's like, what, what, have you what, seen what, it? What, what? What did you think you were gonna get? You know? <laughs> with who? Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't have a meal card award, but that's a good one, man. That is a good one. Any? Uh, it's a shame awards. Uh, it's a shame what happened to Stan Van Gundy. What happened to Stan Van Gundy? He got fired, remember? 
Oh, Stan Van Gundy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He did get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That dude just can't get a break, man. Uh, he can't, man. He can't. Like, that was a bad job for him to take anyway. Yeah. You know, a bunch of a bunch of unproven young guys with these sky high expectations. You know, and you coming in with this old school mentality. It was it was man, dude. It was it was doomed to fail. Yeah. Who is the Pelicans coach now? I don't even know. Yeah, they they're they gonna lose Zion with the quickness, man. Oh yeah, he's gone. As soon as his rookie contract runs out. Yeah, he ain't get he ain't doing no extensions or nothing. Or, out. Or he might he might force a trade too. He always got he always has that option. Yeah, he could do that. He could do that. Because man, that that's that's been a disaster. Is he signed the clutch? I don't know. I thought he was signed. No, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up. So if he signs with Clutch, he could he could he could force his way out of there before that rookie contract runs out. He he possibly good, but I don't think I don't think he signed with Clutch. Let me see. I'm I'm looking it up now. Uh no. No, he's not signed with Clutch. I know okay. he signed that, that contract with the Jordan brand, but no, nah. no, nah, he's not with Clutch Sports. Okay, okay. I mean, that could change, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm that could. That could. That, that definitely could. Um, mine's is uh, Shane. What happened? To, uh, shout out to DJ Paul Johnson, Chicago house music legend. Died oh, I heard about COVID. that. Yeah, yeah. Died of COVID. It was COVID. Huh? It was COVID that took him out? Yeah, COVID took him out, man. Out of all the things, if you read his story, dude, it's kind of messed up. Like, he, he got shot, lost one of his legs, then got in a car accident, lost his other leg. What? Yeah, dude. He 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 did the he did a boiler room set four years ago in a wheelchair. Wow. And killed it. Wow. Yeah, so, uh, you know, sad, uh, sad story. That I mean, that makes another, you know, Chicago uh, house legend gone. So, yeah, man, it, it's... I didn't know he lost both his legs like that. Yeah, yeah, he lost both I, his I was legs. Never, I, was, I was never in the house music, so I, I'm not really plugged into that scene. Oh, yeah, I'm huge in house music. So, especially the Chicago scene, you know, because of my, you know, family. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people in my family. I mean, I grew up off house music, so like that. My, you know, Steve. That's all he played. You know, either that or Too Short. That's all that was playing in his car. <laughs> Too Short was actually my first exposure to hip hop, really, to rap music, because really? of Steve. Yeah. Wow. Every every time he took me to school, he was bumping Too Short, and I, I. I I learned every curse word. <laughs> pure filth. <laughs> pure filth, man. Pure, pure oh, filth. Wow. Mom, if you're listening, hey, it, it started with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Blame him. Blame him. Blame Steve. Wow. Yep. Blame him. True. But yeah, too short, man. Too short and Scarface. Them, them was his uh, favorite, you know, rappers. Man. When he did, when he did listen to rap. 
but he was mainly. He didn't even seem like the type though. Oh man, he was into yeah. If those were the only two rap, and you know what? One day, yeah, I remember one day he had picked me up from uh, Barber, not not Barber College. He he picked me up from high school one time uh, when I was going to Jones, and. I was like, man, this is when I was really starting to like listen to like a lot of, you know, hip hop and stuff like that. And uh, this was around the time Moment of Truth came out. And, uh, you know, he had, you know, it was one of those days, man, we was just driving, he had the radio playing. And I was like, I really wanted to listen to the rest of this Gangstar album. So I was like, man, hey, I was like, Steve, can you put this in? He's like, what's this? I was like, it's Gangstar, a new album. And he knew he knew gang he knew Gangstar because they made some hits in the early '90s. But he's like, oh, they got a new album. He's like, he, he popped it in, and man, he was loving it. Really? <laughs> he was like, man, he's like, this is some good. See, he was like, they don't rap like this no more. This is good. This is good stuff. So you know, because he grew up off the '80s hip hop, you know, and all that stuff. So you know, Guru got a little element of that, you know, that he was bringing into the '90s. And, you know, with DJ Premier's new, you know, giving it a more 90s feel to it with his production. But yeah, yeah. And, he, and, um that, that moment of truth album, dope intro. That and that's what got him. That's what got him. You know, my steeds. That's what got him. Very dope intro. I can't believe we forgot Return of the G. Oh my goodness. The I was outcast. screaming listening to the podcast in. I'm screaming in the car, bro. I'm like, <laughs> nobody is saying that song. Why are we not discussing that song? Why are we discussing J-Rock? We, we, yeah, we heard a lot of stuff, but we did not hear that. I, I, I did go back and listen to the J-Rock and the Joiner, and, and they, they didn't hold a candle to, 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 to return the other G or, oh. or a, a lot of the other stuff mentioned. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, got, 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 we got three Jay-Z tracks, but we didn't get Return of the G. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, I couldn't even get uh, in. True story. I It took me a couple of weeks to listen to the rest of Equimini because of that song. <laughs> yeah, man. You got that one on repeat, man. You got that one on repeat. That was that was I remember that was my brother's favorite track, uh, Return of the G. Well, that and Sportyoti Dopalicious, because you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Once and then, and that's the thing. I once I got to Sportyoti, I was like, man, I was bumping that for it. Like, I can go all day about how great equipment I was, man. But so hey. so 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 Rod, you, you, that's why you got to be on the show. <laughs> I, I know. I was actually I had another Zoom. <laughs> thing going on during that episode so I couldn't make it but dude I was screaming and hollering at the radio like I was actually there so 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 you know you know you gotta come for the for the season it, it, we got some weeks but we gonna have a season finale where we gonna do best album closers okay 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 I like that it's cause 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 the last song on the album is almost as important as the first yeah yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Got that's album close. That's a good one. But yeah, man, I'm gonna have to close, shut it down right here. I'm gonna have to close it out right here. Got to cut some heads, but man, yeah, appreciate you taking some time out of your day. 
Man, it was a pleasure, man, as always. Hey, barbers, y'all heard what I said, right? All right. Listen. <laughs> or you're going to lose a customer like Tony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't be a weirdo. Get your vaccine and be professional. Above all, man. And, and have something to talk about. And one last thing, man. One last thing. Again, congratulations to you, Brother Sanders. That's a big accomplishment, man. <laughs> exactly. Next, next goal is elder. I don't know how long, I don't know how fast that's gonna, gonna be, but <laughs> keep working your way up, man. Keep working your way up. I keep, keep, <laughs> keep your nose clean. And who knows, man? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> you might have to, you, you'll probably be getting Sanders Sister William Shepard in calls. Right. <laughs> you might have his own field service group one day, you know? <laughs> hey, hey, can you make sure hey, can you make sure Sister Williams in my group? Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I, I know I, I know what's going on in that household, you know. I'm <laughs> Rachel, so. Hey man, brothers be pulling that. Brothers be pulling that. Oh, oh man. All right, man. If you if you if you feel you got intimate knowledge of this of this situation, then you go right here, dude. Not my problem. Right, right. I'm, I'm trying to get people who go out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, we don't we don't get out of here, man. I gotta cut some heads, <laughs> man. Hey, Ronnie, potential future topic. Brothers who try to stack their field service groups the way, like basketball teams. LeBron, LeBron uh, group overseers. You're exactly. The group overseer. That's what we call them. The group overseer. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, bro. All right, Rod. I'll catch up with you. All right. We'll see y'all on the next one. Hi, peace.